Hello, Joe. Hey. Welcome back to the show. Welcome. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's just dive right in. We today we wanted to talk about um, training, like interviewers and training, and I think, uh, you know, I think it, you know it's sort of been around, but I also feel like most people who interview are never really <laughs> are never really given the opportunity to train, right? It just kind of seems like that. You're just kind of thrown in. It becomes a task that's added on to your daily responsibilities uh, when you get promoted to like a team lead, right, or a manager. Totally. And so, uh, you know, so I think. I mean, a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, interviewing. Yeah, no, it's just you know, it's one of those things that we always talk about. People have horrible experiences going through organizations, and it's because the people who are interviewing are not trained. They don't know what they're supposed to be looking for, what they're supposed to be doing. So they ask all these general questions um, or biased questions, and that's what they use to make the decisions for for how they're going to hire. You know, and it's it's a horrible. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing, right? It, it's if we're not trained to do something, we we fall back to our baseline behavior, which is solely based on our own biases and, you know, our brain and our bodies wanting us to not feel uncomfortable, right. In this, in an unknown situation. So what do they right. do? They, they, they default to our biases and unless those biases have been, you know, vetted out and, and, you know, based on facts, then those biases are just stories that we're telling ourselves about other people. And so then it becomes just much easier to make a decision about somebody you know, the, especially in an interview with the, like the ultimate judging experience based on that, rather than get, you know, really having an opportunity to learn how to, how to really truly evaluate a candidate in the right way. Yeah. I was looking at some stats and between 70 and 80% of um, candidates say that they, will back out of an interview process because of candidate experience. And a lot of that is yes. because gaps in time between feedback, but also because of not seeing themselves in the interview process, you know, not seeing themselves show up in the people they meet, not feeling like they can show up and really express the value that they bring to the organization. And the thing that we always talk about is the future of hiring is based on, you know, um, someone's ability to hire based on someone's future potential, not just their history, you know? And so that takes yeah. training, takes understanding of like, how do you do that? What are the skills that it takes to really assess someone else? And that's where companies are leaning in. They have to start training the people who are interviewing, controlling that conversation and creating a, a, a more objective approach so that they don't lose all these candidates. There's another study from the University of Oregon that said, um, one to four percent of your candidates can be weeded out based on just gender bias. So let's just assume right. that like gender bias, racial bias, like what if it's one to four percent per types of bias that potentially shows up or unconscious bias? You're losing a lot of your funnel. And statistics haven't proven all that out yet, but there's studies going on right now that are showing that you're using a, losing a certain percentage of your funnel simply because of biased interviewing. That's a huge impact when companies are struggling to try to still top of the funnel right now well especially now when you know a lot of industries are having a hard time hiring people coming out of the pandemic 
you know, it's like, it's, you can't, you know, you, you can't, um, you can't risk it or you can't, you know, I don't think companies can no longer sit back and just let the status quo grow their teams and grow their companies. It's just yeah. not going to work anymore. Right. It, like there's too much, <laughs> there's too much need. You know, you look at technology. I mean, you know, these companies are hiring technology people every day, hundreds of people, thousands of people every day. And if you're not doing it in the right way, then you you will always be behind as an organization and you'll never really truly achieve, I think, your potential as a company when you don't have the right people in place. Totally, totally. I mean, I think we could talk about this even on Friday and even just bring some solutions to the table for companies when they're thinking about this. You know, there's a lot of discussion around what actually drives behavior change. There's a really cool company uh, that's doing some VR stuff that I, I met. Um, I'll, I'll have their name on Friday, but they're doing immersive learning and all these different things. Companies are really leaning in to try to figure out how to, how to build this, how to make this process better. And a lot of it has to do with training. A lot of it has to do with thinking about how you're treating people um, and think about any other time, like therapists, professional life coaches, teachers, mm-hmm. they all have to go through training because the baseline of the work that they're doing is human to human interaction. Right. So is interviewing. That's human to human interaction for a big decision that's a business decision. Yet we don't train people on it. It just doesn't um doesn't work. Well and it's 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 kind of funny, like the only only I mean we learn how to interact with each other growing up, you know, in school, but but it's not you're right. There's not the specific training around, well, how do I actually decide if, if someone is the right fit for my company or my team? You know, I think back to when you were choosing sides for, you know, playground games like Red Rover, you just kind of picked who your friends were, <laughs> you know, and, and that's still what we do. That's still what we do. We still pick people based on, you know, who, who, if they, who we're comfortable with, if we would have a beer with them. So true. they look like us. That's great. We've never even like shown it or talked about it that way in our business, but it's like picking the, um, the dodgeball team, you know? Yeah. And then it's, that's how people still pick their teams and hire and all these other types of things. And it's crazy to think that that's still a big part not all of it, but a big part of the approach to how people hire is the same yeah. way that we pick teams when we were in grade school. Right. And it, it and it, it sort of worked then. So, you know, you got to think that people are like, well, I mean, it worked then, so it's got to work now. <laughs> but it doesn't. I mean, we've seen it time and again. We've seen when you put that kind of – and by the way, yeah, that, that decision, that kind of – that responsibility – uh, is a that's a big deal. Like it, it's and then there are studies that show that interviewers actually um, are more nervous in an interview than the candidates mm-hmm. because again that like right it's like all of this is laying, is on their shoulders and and they've never been trained and prepared in the right way to do this. And totally. so what a what a heck of a like mind blowing scenario to think that. Oh my God, the success of this company is based on whether I'm actually hiring the right person or not. Totally. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, well, hey, we're going to talk about this again on Friday, but I think companies yeah. need to do the training 
I think candidates need to ask. They need to start asking, like, what type of training do your interviewers go through? You know, yeah. what, what can I expect when I go through the process with your, your organization? Because you should know, you know, are you going through a process that's going to, that really is organized and that's going to objectively measure how well you show up to this company? Or are you just going through a subjective process, you know? Yeah, because as a candidate, I'm thinking, well, I've had to prepare the, the heck out of myself for this interview, <laughs> you know, like I've, I've got to put on a good show. So yeah. the least that could be expected is that the company is doing the same thing, but yet it's always yeah. been put on the shoulders of the job candidates to play the game. And mm. and really that, that can't be anymore because talent is catching on, you know, the, the, the uh, systemic inequalities and the conversations that have been happening, especially over the last year, have put a spotlight on the fact that th- these processes are not equal. And so now it is the time and this is what we're going to talk about on Friday. Now it's time for companies to step up and take 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 control of their own process because uh, it's not working. It's not working the way it's going right now. So we'll mm-hmm. do that on Friday. All right, Friday it is. Go get right, some thanks, everybody. Take care. Oh, no.